Shall we begin? This is Jackie Smith, and you are listening to Keep It Magic Radio with myself and my co-host Storm Sestivani. Spend a little time with us in the next hour to charge up your week, find new approaches to the same old issues, and smile at the ridiculousness of life. Storm and I push the spiritual status quo, and we challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone to help you take your magic to the next level. Keep It Magic Radio is sponsored by Coventry Creations, where no matter what your problem, money, love, protection, maybe a bit of motivation, we have a candle for that. Now open your mind and get ready to expand your life with Storm and Jackie. Welcome, everybody, to Keep It Magic. I'm Storm Sestavani, and we hope that you are all having a wonderful day or night or morning, whatever time that you're listening to us. We hope that you're having a marvelous time doing it. So grab some coffee. It's going to be a great show. We've got a lot of things that we want to talk about. And uh, I'm, of course, here with the hostess of the mostest, Miss Jackie Smith. Hey. Um, Hey. And, of course, cruise on over to our website, www.keepitmagic.com. Again, that's www.keepitmagic.com. Or go, or go to our Facebook page because um, yeah. that it's the keepitmagic.com might still be under construction. Yeah, so I am only one girl. Yeah. <laughs> so you can find us, Jackie Smith, on Facebook. You can find me um, under Astro Gossip uh, on Facebook. Um, we're all around everywhere, Twitter, you name it. We're there. So um, just check us out and, uh, uh, you know, Holla if you want to. You know, we're we're here and available to talk to you. Um, Jackie, what have you been up to? Oh, oh storm. Oh storm. I've been making things. I have been making things. I want to talk about this firecracker candle, fireworks your Katy Perry candle. (laughs) Your um It's not a fireworks candle, it's a firecracker candle. (laughs) It's um I'm so excited. Here's why is not only is this um so the history of the firecracker candle, which is a blockbuster candle mm-hmm. that came about um that was our first limited edition candle, and of course it was an accident, as the best things in Coventry okay, are I, this is a story I gotta hear this <clears throat> gosh about <clears throat> I would say almost <clears throat> as I like get so excited, I choke myself about ten years ago. Uh, we had a Miss Poor. Mm-hmm. And do you remember the old Lover Pan candle that had the two colors? Yeah. Okay. Well, that that has been since been retired, but but someone accidentally poured it the opposite with um um oh, was it blue? So it was a red with a blue top, and then they poured it blue with a red top, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so here we had um a hundred candles that um were the wrong way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were upside down. They flipped the colors. And so I was looking at them going, they look like a big old firecracker. And so we looked at um, the energy, the um, the ingredients in it, um, and we went, oh, that's like a, that that could be a blockbuster candle too. And so we had a lot of hot, hot, um, hot ingredients, shall we say, mm-hmm. things to heat things up and, and get things moving. So, um, we uh, tested it, of course. Like, can we, if we set this this way and set this intent, will this work in, in that direction? And it did. And so I Which made, we do, by the way. Jackie has sent me products before that um, we were kind of playing with. Yeah, it's like, hey, does this work the way I yeah, want it to? Yeah. If I set this intent, and um, 
And there are some that I'm like, no, I don't like it. There's some there's some scent blends that I energetically are perfect, but to your nose are kind of horrific. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like chocolate candles, by the way. <laughs> or a coffee candle. Coffee you know? candle. There's a coffee yeah. candle. That smells like fish. That smells like dead fish. So uh, because when you have that much coffee fragrance, it just, you know, goes goes there, even though everyone else loved it. I'm like, I'm never making that one again. But the firecracker candle came out um, one July kind of in celebration of Patty's birthday, and mm-hmm. uh, we had 100 of them, and people loved them. They loved them so much that even up until last year, some folks said, do you remember when you did that firecracker candle? That was great. So this year, when we were figuring out our calendar of of products and limited editions, and since this is our 25th year, 25th anniversary okay. year, we thought how fun to bring back the firecracker candle. But I did it with a twist, of course. Um, I had a charm made of our logo, the dragon. Yeah. And so dragons and fireworks, they're just kind of hand in hand. Yeah. They, they're, um, it's got a very Asian motif, yeah. A- Asian motif, they're, although it's not an Asian label at all. But um, it, it's it's got that that energy. It's very fiery energy. Very a lot of movement in it, and um, it's a, you know there's there's lots of myths about dragons and fireworks and, mm-hmm. and how it all works together. Not that fireworks came from dragons, but which is what I was hoping, because um, that would have been a nice t- tidy wrap up, wouldn't it? Yeah. But. Um, they're they're together, and so um, when you what happens when you join those two energies, you get a big old blockbuster. Oh, that sounds fun! Big old blockbuster candle, because the, the firecracker, what what its purpose is, um, is to get rid of the old uh-huh. that doesn't work anymore and welcome in the new. Uh-huh. That's why they would use firecrackers and fireworks on on the Chinese New Year. And in celebration, (laughs) but then if you think about as as it made its way uh, around the world, the fireworks made its way around the world. It's always in a big celebration and a coronation Mm -hmm. and and that kind of celebration. And then you come to America, where we use our fireworks to celebrate that transition into our own sovereignty, our Mm -hmm. own power, Um, breaking away from that old, the old regime, the old. Um, the old king. We might want to sell ourselves back um, <laughs> at this point. But. Hey, you know, listen, I've been watching the news last night, and I'm going, oh, when Spicy's hiding in the bushes, we're all in trouble. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he's running, when the press secretary is running from the press. <laughs> we, um, may, we may need the queen to intervene. <laughs> right. We might. So um, anyway, with the uh, with the firecracker candle, I'm, and and it's, I made it just this hot, hot red color, and I updated the fragrance to have its own power, which has got some ginger and some lemongrass, and so lots of transition mm-hmm. energy on that, because we're in a really big transition time, and then with the dragon charm, which um, we're going to be tomorrow, we're going to be doing ritual around that to charge that up to welcome the dragon into the dragon charms. I got a little, I got a little ritual set up for, and I'm so excited because the new crew that I have here at Coventry, they're all in. They all want to do it. They're yeah. like, oh, I said I'm going to charge up the dragon charms um, this week. Does that, who, they may want to help me, and they're like, yeah, I want to do it. So it's, it's really exciting to watch the whole crew, be excited and being part of that. And um, so I'm excited about that. And but our, 
but Storm, the Coventry Dragon, is a charm now. Nice. Isn't that exciting? Yeah, I should I mean, that one. Hopefully, I'm not the only one excited. <laughs> yeah, your your firecracker candle is on its way to you because we just got as soon as I get the the charm charged up, it's on yeah. its way to you, and because we just got all the pieces together, I had them custom made. We're only doing 500, um, and so that's something that you can use at any time. Um, and the Coventry Dragon has <laughs> there are lots of people who have had that dragon tattooed on varying varying body parts. He's been featured in a lot of, lot of different things, and it, it's it's probably one of the most recognizable um, logos in in the metaphysical spiritual market. Uh-huh. Um, shy of like say, Hay House or, you know, one of the other publishers. Yeah. Um, and it just he's he has been our guardian. He has been our portent of magic. <laughs> well, the dra- the dragon imagery is. Uh, uh, extremely, extremely potent because it does represent it. You know, of course, is associated with the sign of Scorpio, um, and you know, which is about death and rebirth and letting go of old things and um, um, realizing that everything um, that has a beginning ultimately has an end, which has a beginning, which ultimately has an end, which has a beginning, which ultimately has an end. <laughs> Um, and in many ways, it's kind of like the world card in the tarot, where you have the uh, the snake or the serpent, because the dragon is a serpent also, uh, you know, which is circling itself, eating its tail constantly, um, you know, which is again reflective of that uh, that never-ending cycle of uh, of change. And the uh, you know the interesting thing is that the one thing I think that people worry about the most is change, and the one thing that you can always guarantee that's going to happen is change. Um, <laughs> so. So it's it's it, it's it's kind of embracing that, and it's uh, uh, it's uh, a little bit scary. And uh, of course, I have um, some good news and some bad news for the listeners, um, which because uh, change is always scary. Because change because change is always scary, and uh, uh, it is with a heavy heart, of course, that Jackie and I are going to let you know that this will be the last season of Keep It Magic on the radio. Podcast. That does not mean that Jackie and I are not working together so do not get the rumor mill going because Jackie and I have a lot of things planned and Jackie and I work very well together. We'll probably be working well together in the beds next to each other at the nursing home. So don't get your <laughs> minds going, okay? <laughs> it's just um, we feel very limited at this particular point via um, radio broadcasting and um, we want to do something, you know, six years of doing one thing and you know um we have done over 200 episodes of keep it magic um not to mention over 100 episodes of another show okay so that's 300 shows over the period of the last eight years okay Mm -hmm. um and you know there's just a point in which um you have to change it up and jackie and i also have to keep with the times and unfortunately podcasting is not what it used to be uh, six years ago, um, uh, and people are wanting to consume things in different ways. And Jackie, I don't blame them. I don't have an hour to sit down and do something anymore. So, um, no. you know, uh, 
you know, so Jackie and I are going to look at new ways of delivering new content to you. Um, uh, um, and it may be, if Jackie and I have more time to be able to focus on one thing, we can brainstorm better, um, we can put things together better, we can do graphics better, we can do slideshows together. Um, that's, you know, that's, really what it, yeah. that's really what it is. We are both itching to level up. And that's what isn't that kind of what this year has been about for so many people with all this yeah. transition and 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 I'm in the middle of leveling up so much um, in my life so why not this too, but I'm I'm just itching to to level up and get to where we can um, deliver a different type of content with more uh, graphic interfaces, a little more interactive and mm-hmm. um, and something that you can. Um, Take bite-sized pieces of, or commit in, or you know, just just some, just um, and our lives have changed. Yeah, we're old. <laughs> well, we're not if, the whippersnapper of forty and forty-two when we started this, Jackie. <laughs> I know. Oh, I'm feeling my age. Yeah, in August, Jackie will be forty-nine, and I will be forty-seven. You know, so it's uh, it's it's a little bit uh, different, and it feels like um, uh, it feels like only yesterday, Jackie, that you were celebrating me turning in. You know, going from the uh, the Prince of Wands to the King of Wands. You know? <laughs> it seems like that was yesterday. Um, yeah, it's just it, you know between um, your cha- you know your own life challenges and mm-hmm. schedules and stuff and my schedules. It was um, becoming. We don't want the show to become become something we squeeze in. Mm-hmm. And and I tell you what, the Keep It Magic site um, being hacked a couple of times and failing a couple of times was like one of my one of my signs that. When Storm and I are talking about it, obviously this thing doesn't want to be up this way. Yeah, um, it, it was just stup- out of all the sites to get hacked. Yeah, that one, which doesn't have a shopping cart. I mean, it's like, come on, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I just the universe has been telling both of us to slim back, to get focused in, get a you know go in amazing directions, and then, and we've been wanting to do some classwork and stuff with Keep It Magic for a while because it, it really lends itself to that. It also gives, you know, the difficulty, I think, also with public broadcasting, um, which is basically what we do now, mm-hmm. is that, um, you know, anybody can come on and listen to our particular shows. And, you know, even though that you, um, you know, Jackie and I stay honest with our with ourselves and what it is that we believe, um, in regards to the show and the show material, there are certain things that you have to be very careful of, um, and there are certain things that you have to be cognizant of. Mm-hmm. And um, it is easier when you're doing more private broadcasting or more um, where people are joining in because they absolutely want to join in and they absolutely want to work with the particular content, and they're making that active choice. Um, of course, they do make an active choice in a, in, in a public forum because they can decide whether or not they want to listen or not. But this is an even more active choice, and it allows, I think, Jackie and I to discuss issues that uh, may not necessarily be um, as consumable uh, publicly, um, uh, you know, and it also allows us to go deeper into taking our time in regards to magical-based materials. It allows us to go into um, graphic stuff when we're working with astrology. Um, you know, one of our biggest shows, for example, during um, uh, the year, Jackie, is um, our combo astrology magic show. 
um, that we do always in December. And by the way, Jackie and I will be doing that in December. It's one show that we are guaranteeing you will happen next year. Um, right. Uh, I think there's I think there's some little shows that'll come in and yeah. it'll be maybe be a little more random, and then we'll let you know when we do them. Yeah. And um, uh, but you know, I, I think what would be cool with that, Jackie, would be you know. If I've already preloaded mythological images that I'm working with for that year, you know what I mean, um, or um, stories, allow us to be able to put in links and to create something that you can go and follow and read up on what it is that we're discussing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stuff that Jackie can put on her website in regards to magical-based materials that uh, may be usable. Um, I, I just think all overall, it's going to be more. Uh, it, it's going to make things better, and we've always wanted to work more in a teaching um, capacity, which podcasting really just is limited as far as that is concerned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, even though we still teach yeah. in our podcast. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm kind of excited because this is, um, I've been doing a lot more um, product design and, and I'm more investing in different things. And and um, it's, I'm really, I'm just excited about what we're coming up with. I'm coming up with some non-candle products, and we came up with a lot of the Witches Union stuff, and mm-hmm. that has been a, an amazing win. Folks are loving this and turning the patches into rituals and spells, and I have more coming of them, and um, um, and, and probably next year. And you and I, for a long time, Jackie, have wanted to sit down and work with uh, a combination of um, magical principles and Kabbalah principles and create something that way. And we've never just had the time to do it. Um, uh, And this is going to create a particular avenue where Jackie and I actually have the time to do it. You know, Mm -hmm. where when Jackie and I are sitting down and, you know, having our private conversations, we can be um, going to work on some really amazing stuff um, Mm -hmm. that I think is is just, I know some of it in my head, which I can't reveal yet, but it is amazing (laughs) and spectacular. That's all I'm going to say. I got to tell you, Storm, I've been itching to go out and and experience new things. Yeah. Learn new things from from different teachers. From um, learn things really outside of my comfort zone. Yes. And um, not as not as a convert of anything, but you know me, I like to connect the dots. I like to understand how everything comes together. And um, and I've been feeling a little dry. Like I've been saying the same thing. And I and and I want my message and and what I teach to evolve as we all evolve as humans. I certainly don't teach the same thing I taught even ten years ago, let alone twenty five years ago, which is hilarious because I found my class notes and my class syllabus when I first started teaching magic yeah. from twenty five years ago. Hilarious. <laughs> Just hilarious. Well, the way that I, I am sure that it's the same way for for you. The way that I look at astrology now, um, let's see, thirty years in, okay, is radically different than I looked at astrology when I was, you know, stealing the book from the library and, uh, you know, trying to right. plot um, a chart for the first time and what does this mean and. Uh, uh, you know, so I, I'm sure that magic probably evolves the same way. Yeah, it, it does. And when I say hilarious, I, I just think about I'm reading it and I know know how young I was then. And 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 um, not many people were teaching. Well, I was teaching my Wicca class because I was fully embedded in, in being Wiccan 
and as that this is the new old religion and uh um and it still is i mean it's still don't don't get me wrong it it has this amazing um uh unity that people have around that um it's it's not my path because my path has evolved so many uh-huh. times since then but i just love 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 that i found my old notes and i just was reading my take on things which is in the beginning uh-huh. you know it, when you go get to go back to your own beginning and and oh, love it the interesting thing that that has happened um uh for me Jackie in the past 6 months um mm-hmm. uh is well actually since the the presidential election is i've um uh, there are a couple of actually Christian, um, uh, I don't know if you want to call them theologians or um, believers, or I, I don't even know what word I want to put on it. Um, one is John Pavlich, who I think is amazing. Um, and he's written a lot and focused on a lot um, uh the church's condemnation of females in the LGBT community. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other is um, Rob Bell, um, who I've known about loosely um, based on different things, but I really haven't had an enormous amount of time to sit down and look at what you know he's actually written. And uh, I read uh, a couple of his books, and he has a new book uh, that is coming out that is about what is the Bible really. Um, and, you know, he's very, very controversial. Um, uh, he's very, um, he got, of course, excommunicated. Both of them got excommunicated from the church, by the way. Um, whatever denominations they were, they got kicked out. Um, uh, one, of course, because he's too LGBT-friendly, and the other but just because he said, you all are all reading this out of context, and you're taking what it is that you want and using it as a weapon for whatever it is that you want it to be. And when you get down to actually a lot of the roots of this, you know, what it has really um, caught my interest back in is more of the magical principles of the Bible, which is there and highly, highly potent and uh, highly powerful. And, um, you know, there are uh, a lot of people that work with uh, with uh, Bible magic that I uh, respect, Starcastus being one. Um, uh, but, you know, I want to see, um, and possibly I will do it, you know, a lot of really kind of edgy, really looking at uh, scriptures and what does this really mean and mm-hmm. what does it mean magically and, uh, you know, when, uh, when, when Yahweh commands Ezekiel, speak to the bones and that they will live, what does that mean? Um, uh, what is it, you know, what, what can we get out of this? Um, uh, uh, you know, so I, th- there's just a lot of really interesting stuff because I think, you know, being in, uh, you know, both of us over the period, because the interesting thing about Jackie and I, we both have the same sign that's rising. Um, so, you know, the, and the interesting thing that we have learned over the past six years is usually something will happen to me first. 
and then it will happen to Jackie either a few months later or, you know, <laughs> because she's further along and, you know, her rising degree of Libra is a little bit later than mine. But um, we both have Libra rising, and um, seem, things seem to happen in that particular capacity. And, um, uh, you know, a lot of us have had a lot of endings and a lot of changes and a lot of complications, and it's... It, it, and, don't think that anything's bad's going on because I wouldn't define any of it as bad, Jackie. I don't think you would either. Um, but it is where uh, you know life just happens, mm-hmm. and how do you deal with it? Well, it's it's we're in in constant change mode. Just is in our evolution has sped up. Yeah, I mean, uh, and you know what I would what I would like to talk about. I don't know uh, uh, how you feel about it, but you know, what do you do when um, life? happens to you i mean and it is not uh uh you know like i said not in everybody's going to go through difficult things and different difficult challenges and um we're going to go through parental health issues and you know jackie and i are at the age right now that that's what we've been dealing with you know jackie dealt with with her mother i'm dealing with it um uh you know jackie's father is uh is um of an elder age you know that's what you deal with in your 40s um mm-hmm. and your 50s is um uh, you know, issues in regards to, you know, the parents becoming the children. And I've got to say this, Jackie, just for the record. Hmm. You know how bad we were when they're teenagers, when we were teenagers mm-hmm. and we were rebellious? They are just as bad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And the roles are reversed, you know. <laughs> yeah. Truth. Truth, baby, truth. Yeah, exactly. Um uh you, you know, so I mean, uh, how do you, how do you deal with this when this comes up? So you're actually asking now? Yeah, I'm asking the question. <laughs> I mean, <I've, laughs> how do you ask otherwise what do we have to give to these people? I don't know. <laughs> but how do you deal with with all of this transition stuff when as it comes up? Yeah. Um I am reading this really cool book, um, and and again talking about um, looking at things in a different way. It's called Heroic Leadership, mm-hmm. and it's by um, Chris Loney, L O W N E Y Loney. Yeah. Um, and I'm I am in a study group on this book, mm-hmm. and this study group is was created by. Um, a new friend of mine who is a minister at a vineyard church. Mm-hmm. So he's a Christian minister and he's um does a lot of missionary work and and then another friend of mine who um she's a therapist and um interesting you know and and she works helps people find jobs and stuff. So also in this group is a cop, a real estate agent, um uh a bar owner so this is a really weird group of people. So I, as we're sitting there, um, getting ready to chat, I said, "Well, I said, you know, everybody on this side of the group, uh, this side of the room, is a joke." Mm-hmm. So, so the priest, the cop, and the witch walk into the bar, <laughs> and we thought it was kind of hilarious. But this is an interesting group, and it's an interesting book. And my segue with this is is this. Um, this is the man who wrote this book. He studied to be a Jesuit priest for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but this heroic leadership is about the Jesuit style of leadership, and and I'm I'm a little blown away by by what I'm reading. Um, 
it's less about the Jesuits and more about the style of leadership because the first thing you need to be as a leader, they train everyone to be a leader. Mm-hmm. Every Jesuit priest is, is a leader, is considered a leader, no matter what role they play. And you know that they're the ones that have the, ner- the, the, the nitty-gritty, dirty, secret yeah. stuff of the Catholic Church, right? Oh, yeah. They yeah. they ac- accumulated so much power that, that the Rome kind of took them down for a while. Yeah. And, and they came back up. But they they have, you know, out of like a 150-page a, a document, two-thirds of it, uh, of of the tenets of being a Jesuit, two-thirds of it is, is who they're looking for in a candidate. You know, so mm-hmm. that's a big deal. But the first the first pillar they talk about is self awareness. And and so that was the last thing we talked about in, in our study group on this book, um, on leadership and, and it really hit me hard, Storm, um, this self awareness piece. And I think that that is the first step in dealing with all of this transition. Being self-aware of how this is affecting you, um, waking up. You, you and I have talked about this many times. Yeah. Is waking up, becoming awake in your own life. Yeah. Um, becoming a part of your own life, and and really how we get through these transitions is we step up, we come, be, we become leaders in our own life. Um, we have there is this amazing. Um, I, I, I won't give you dead air while I search for this quote, but um, I'm just trying to remember what it was talking about. It's like we're all leaders and we're all leading all the time. Uh Um, Here it is. Found it. Everyone is a leader and everyone is leading all the time, sometimes in an immediate, dramatic, and obvious way and more more often in subtle, hard-to-measure ways, but leading nonetheless. And... um, because we're we're leading one way or the other, people we're, we're directing our life in one way or the other. So this self awareness piece is is really important, and it helped me understand um, as I'm and, and I'm studying this as I'm hiring, doing some hiring here at Coventry, and I'm like, yeah, who is self aware here? And as we're picking candidates and and picking candle makers and and people to to work with our customers. Who is self-aware and who is still asleep in their life? And I want people who are self-aware. And so this transition in my life becoming more, and, and you know, it's not just, oh, I'm like this, I'm a, I'm a Virgo with red hair and I have these traumatic events in my life. No, it's like, oh, self-awareness is, oh, I'm taking responsibility of how I feel about this. Uh-huh. Um, self-awareness is saying I am um, I am a part of this process. I am um, I I am not indifferent to to how I affect other people. I'm very um, I'm very aware. I, I understand that I have a part in everything. Uh-huh. It, it really it's um, it's a huge piece. Uh, it, it it really is. And you know it is the the whole. If you think about the tarot and you think about the major arcana, mm-hmm. um, you start with the fool, um, which is an inexperienced figure um, that doesn't have a lot of life experience attached to it. 
um, that has woken up with new eyeballs, um, uh, that is about to leap in, into the great unknown of life experiences. Um, you know, and then he moves through um, uh, the major arcana cards and, you know, um, uh, learns communication and new beginnings and intuition and that there is a set of both spiritual and physical parents and uh, choices and, uh, and the results of those choices and um, having to weigh things out and be, and be balanced and um, having to go through endings and having to deal with obsessions and um, the world falling apart and, uh, uh, you know, being fearful and being optimistic and having hope and um, uh, uh, realizing that every action has a result to it and, you know, gathering up a particular body of experience and then coming to the world card, um, which is the culmination of a particular chapter mm-hmm. and the realization that one just has to do it all over again um, uh, you know at a new level with a new devil mm-hmm. <laughs> and entering into um, things in different ways and, and I think that self-awareness is is layered um, I think that self-awareness in one's 20s um, is going to be very different than self-awareness in one's 40s, which is going to be very different than self-awareness in one's 60s. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and, and I think it is it, it is all layered. Um, Absolutely. And, and, and as I look at different people that are coming to the table to become part of Coventry's crew, um, mm-hmm. it's absolutely, are you a self-aware 20-year-old <laughs> versus, um, you know, uh, or are you clueless? I, I think that in in a lot of uh, a lot of ways, you know, one of the things that I have been doing, uh, I've had a little side obsession um, for a little bit, and um, uh, I stumbled across. I don't know how I ended up watching um, the movie. Um, William Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet that was done in the 90s with Leonardo DiCaprio and Claire Danes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I watched it, and I was uh, was looking at it, and, you know, I went back and, uh, of course, because I'm a Jungian, I have, of course, Shakespeare on my shelf. Um, so I went back, Jackie, and I, um, uh, the only time I really have to read is before I go to bed. Um, and uh, so, you know, I have the, uh, you know, the book out, and I'm reading Romeo and Juliet and looking at it and um, asking a lot of questions about it. And, um, you know, one of the things that hit me extremely strongly about um Romeo and Juliet is the level of society's expectations and family expectations that were placed upon this couple. Um, and uh, I think that the ending, of course, we everybody, you know, if, if you're past the age of 13 now, you know what the ending is um, of, of Romeo and Juliet. But, you know, here is the thing that I've been playing with in my mind. Um, uh, is it, of course, we know that Romeo and Juliet die, but of course, all stories are stories. They're archetypal. Um, 
you know, and, and Romeo and Juliet is as archetypal as anything else. And what I've been doing a lot of looking at, Jackie, is um, what actually dies in us when we become involved with somebody else. Um, what actually, you know, when we get involved in relationships, regardless of what they are, um, work relationships, um, business partnerships, um, uh, you know, familial relationships, um, you know, asking simple questions, you know, who am I when this person is not around? What do I want to eat? What do I want to listen to? Um, what defines me as, as, as an individual? Um, and what dies when I'm in that relationship? You know, what do I have to give up in X, Y, and Z relationship? And I've been working with that. And, of course, you know, when I start working on something, Jackie, I start looking at astrology charts and creative projects start brewing <laughs> and, and, and all this other stuff. But, uh, you know, especially because, you know, I, you know when I um, uh, do something or write about something, I, I, I want um, imagery. I don't know how to teach without imagery. I just can't do it. I mean, uh, the idea of giving you a bunch of keywords words for the eighth house of the chart um, and saying, uh, you know, uh, to use the, uh, the traditional keywords of the eighth house, which is, you know, death and, um, uh, and uh, taxes and other people's money, okay, um, uh, but what does this really mean? And um, what is the imagery that, that is associated with it? I'd love to work with imagery. So you can expect probably some Romeo and Juliet stuff to come up um, because I've just become obsessed mm -hmm. with <laughs> but what it, it what it has really um, taught me about is um, how, in this series of questioning, Jackie, what do we uh, what do we do when 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 life happens to us? Um, I can tell you in the past what I've done has not been that great. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> okay, you, you know the uh, you know in uh, up to the age of about forty. Okay. Um, uh, you know, my way of not dealing with uh, uh, life not happening is to crawl into a hole, and hopefully it goes away, and I'll hold out the peace flag, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know and, and lock myself up in the house, and hopefully, you know, the, the hurricane stops brewing um, sooner or later. But, uh, but you, know, what, you know, what are our particular coping skills? What can we do, okay? Um, the new thing that I tend to do when... Um, uh, when uh, life begins to happen, and it's very, very simplistic. When I start to feel stressed, Jackie, before I um, <clears throat> have a whiteboard. And um, when my mother's health started to become really, really problematic in um, October, which is why we didn't do any October shows, um, I literally went to the, the whiteboard, Jackie, and put down very, very practical-based things. Number one on that list, and I checked them off every single day um, to make sure I was doing it. Number one, make sure you take your medication. Um, because under stress for me, if I miss a medication dosage, it could mean I'm up on the roof by, you know, a week. Right. Um, uh, you know, with hypomania. Um, uh, you know, um, making sure that I eat in a rounded sort of way um, uh, and that I'm eating healthy foods, making sure that I'm taking my vitamins and um, making sure that I take my dosage every day of B-total um, if I'm feeling exhausted. 
which, by the way, they should be. You know, both of us take it. So. Well, oh, it's the best stuff. Yeah. Um, it's like liquid God in a bottle without the hypo. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know what, I don't know if it's liquid God, but it's just. It's close. It's, it's solid. <laughs> I feel when I'm when I'm needing that and I take my the B total, I'm like, nope, I'm solid. I can do this. <laughs> so. Not that I can do anything, but no, I can get through. Because usually I'm like against the wall, tired by the time I take that. Yeah, and um, you know, you know, making sure I do that, making sure that I um, exercise for 45 minutes to an hour a day. You know, going down these basic things. I have to go into that very, very basic mode. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people do it differently. A lot of people go in. Um, uh, you know, they start meditating more. That. Um, uh, <laughs> that's, that's not your thing. <laughs> I can meditate and I can meditate well, okay, and I can sit and I can uh, reflect and listen. For me, um, uh, if uh, difficult things in life are starting to happen, Jackie, it's just better for me to take care of the basics first and eventually get to the place that I'm ready to do that again mm-hmm. um, than to do it the other way around, okay? Of course, you know, I, it's not that I, I have changed my communication with um, uh, with God in any sort of way. I do that in the morning when I'm taking my shower, and I do that religiously. But, um, uh, uh, you know, and I have my conversation with God that day. Um, uh, but for me, with my particular issues, I have to go and make sure that these particular things are met because having a um, uh, I heard a uh, a quote that I thought was amazing from um, somebody that uh, has a, a bipolar disorder which I don't have um, uh, I have a unipolar disorder but um, basically what she stated Jackie is that in this day and age, people are fine with us having mental disorders, and it's okay for me to say that I'm hypomaniac, that I'm a recovering uh, hypomaniac and um, social uh, phobic disordered person, okay, that I'm recovering from this. But what they don't want, Jackie, is they don't ever want you to ever fall into it again. <laughs> you know, as long okay. as you don't fall into it, That's you're fine. Funny. We're fine with you. That's <laughs> funny. That is kind of the truth. You know, but but don't you know? But let us not catch you up on the ceiling with the Superman suit, okay? <laughs> but, you know, we can't deal with that. We can't deal with another outbreak. You know, um, uh, as long as you're on the path up after the fall, we're fine with you. It's if you happen to slide back down, um, uh, they, we don't want to deal with you at that particular point. And um, uh, so, for me, Jackie, it, doing those basic things are the most important thing. Right. And then I get from point A to point B. I don't know what your particular process is. Um, I need something tangible. I need to get my hands on something. Um, I need to, the way I create order out of chaos is, um, well, a whiteboard, but I use it in a different way. I like, okay, I organize if this, then that. Um, if I, But if it's not able to be organized sometimes it's just emotional and messy mm-hmm. i need to create something i need to i need to create order out of chaos for something so that's when i start to sew or knit or color um not really color but maybe draw mm-hmm. um, uh, do some kind of design work because i need i need that i personally need that so that's when things get really crazy for me i i need to to become involved in something 
um, that has a beginning, a middle, and an end because uh, I can't bring an end to what's driving me cuckoo. Mm-hmm. So you go more, you're still in the physical way, but you do it in more of a creative outlet. Mm-hmm. I'm in a physical way, but I do it in a more physical outlet. Although, um, I, did I tell you that I um, I started working with a trainer? No. So three weeks Girl. ago. Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I really haven't told a lot of people this. Now I'm telling everyone. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, so about three weeks ago, I found um, a, a trainer that I like, and he works in small groups, so it's affordable. No more than six, and actually I'm off in a group of one. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, the one of the things he's forcing me to master is the rowing machine. Uh-huh. You cannot think about anything else but rowing when you're on the rowing machine because you there's so many things to move. So first, first you have power in your legs and you push back hard. Then you have to, when you're halfway back, you have to start leaning back with your back. Um, so you start pivoting your upper body. And then once you're, you've pivoted to kind of like a, a two o'clock position, then you pull your arms back to your sternum and you um, pinch your shoulder blades together so you come all the way back. And then you reverse that. Your arms go out, you pivot forward, and then you then you go forward. Um, and, and if you think about anything else, <laughs> you lose your rhythm. So that, oh and, you, and ha, as you're pushing back with your, it's like power, here's my little chance in my head, power, shoulders, relax. That's, that's my little chance so I, I can keep my rhythm going. Mm-hmm. But you also have to exhale in the power. And then when, as you relax, you start to inhale and then you exhale in the power. Um, now it's really weird because you're starting to inhale as you're leaning forward. Um, so you, you you pinch your your um, um, if you're not doing it right, you'll pinch your lungs and can't get enough air in. Uh-huh. This is the best meditation. All I can do is power, shoulders, relax. I mean, you know, um, people have different rhythms that they do, but that's the one I found that where I actually am successful. That's it. I did it for 45 minutes on and off because I'll be on for three minutes and then I'm off for a minute and on three minutes. Uh-huh. Kind of like the Tabata method. As, as I was working on it and trying to hit some goals, um, that 45 minutes went away fast. I was clear-headed. It was just really interesting because you, you literally cannot think about anything else and keep your rhythm. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that is a, I thought you'd find that interesting. It's a new thing for me now. It is very interesting. Because uh, I just, um, now why did I get a personal trainer? Because I just am not feeling strong like I was. And um, <laughs> those basement stairs have been kicking my butt. Yeah. So it's time to take this in hand, right? Yeah. Um, stress has been getting to me. And I stopped taking care of myself like like you talked about. Yeah. I, and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> no one's going to be living my 60s for me. <laughs> so I better get it together. Yeah, exactly. You know, which is one of the reasons why I, um, uh, I work out a lot is because of the fact that, you know, girl, at 60, I do not want to be crawling. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. um, uh, and do not even want to deal with any of that. Um, right. They they say when I, every trainer I've worked with, this is, as you get older, if you can just make sure that 
<coughs> you excuse me, you can get in and out of a chair. Uh-huh. <laughs> you, you will keep your butt out of um an old folks home. I mean, if yeah. you, the thing the thing that stops you that when you cannot get in and out of a chair anymore, then then your your the downhill slide is pretty fast from there. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, let me do the squats because the squats get me in and out of the chair. <laughs> oh uh, my god. <laughs> and it's so funny because um, Kevin is my trainer, and and um, the first day was there was some legit training, um, and and I'm like, oh my gosh. This is hard. He goes, yes, it's hard, but it's really useful. And I looked at him and I go, you know, that's what I'm going to, like, start hollering now. This is so useful. So now it's like he'll, I'll come in and go, how are you feeling this morning? I go, useful. I'm feeling really useful right now. <laughs> so as I'm like, oh, my arm. You know, right now my arms are excited in arms day. Um, I'm doing pull-ups and push-ups. Oh, my God. Good Lord. It's it's an interesting gym because they do very um, re- more real life things. I mean, granted, rowing isn't necessarily real life, but that could be, you know. Yeah. So. Well, you know, there is something that you may find pretty interesting. Hmm. Um, you can take if you're um, uh, not um, dealing well necessarily with weights. Okay. Um, here's a trick, everybody. Get yourself a towel, Jackie, mm-hmm. roll it up, or a T-shirt, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you can pull that and use body weight to create the same particular level of, of, of resistance that you would with weights. But it actually be more effective. So you can literally um, you know, do pull-ups with a towel um, as effective as pulling yourself up on a bar. So you can hold the the thing down and pull the uh, your arms down, Jackie, to bring the towel, and you have to keep it really tight, okay, the towel? Mm-hmm. Um, but pull that underneath your chin, same effect. Hmm. So just a little trick. <laughs> I'm, um, we may I be mean, doing a fitness show next. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> you never know. Well, I'm not, I'm not, like, doing the big full pull-ups like, yeah. you know, the young guys do in, in, at the gym. I'm, it's more like um, I'm leaning back and I have rings, or I'm leaning back on a bar, so I'm not I'm not like trying. To, yeah, it, it's it's assisted. It's not my full body weight, so yeah. But it's just kind of cool, um, you know, dragging a rope across the floor with hundred pounds of chains strapped to it. And making big grunting noises while I'm doing it. It's kind of rewarding. <laughs> but, um, it is. It really is. I'm feeling a little bit useful today. Now, this, I'm going to tell you, this is a personal journey for anyone um, on it. I'm not, I have I have nothing, I have no input on anyone else's journey, um, and I don't need anyone else's input on mine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, this is, uh, you know, a friend of mine works out of the same gym. She goes, oh, hey. I said, should you go and I go, should I go to the 6 o'clock class? And I go, I go to the 7, and I will not be going to the 6 for two reasons. One of them is 6 a.m. The, the second one is, is you're there. Girl, I love you, but but this is not this is not um, something we're doing together. <laughs> something you probably should, is your, is your, uh, your magical tip of the day, Jackie, to not go to the gym with your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. <laughs> um, I, you know, I love my friends. 
I do, I do, I do, I do, but this is, um, I don't need to talk to anybody about this except my trainer. Yeah. And I, I think that I keep um, uh, my workouts private as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, and the reason being is that, you know, it may sound fun to go with your girlfriend or your buddies, you know, to the gym and stuff like that, but, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh you know, now that I actually have a gym membership, um, which was a big deal for me, which Jackie and I talked about two years ago. Wow. Um, yeah. yeah. I know. Um, uh, but for me, here's the thing: when I do go, and I try to go two or three times a week, and then I do my other working out at home. When I do go, Jackie, this is what I don't like. And of course, this is uh, Lord help me with the issues of judgment. Please remove it from my soul. Remove it. I mean, my mind thinks too much. I need like a spiritual intervention on this. But I go, and they're, like, joking around for 15 minutes between sets, and I'm like, how much are you really working out? Yeah. Well, for me, it's um, – and we've, we've actually done shows on this. Uh-huh. I'm a large woman. You can tell it in my pictures. I'm totally fine with who I am. I I have no problem with having my extra weight on. This is – me doing this has nothing to do with losing weight. Yeah. Um, but anytime anyone's ever been on a diet, they lean towards me to tell me all about it. Like I give a, sh- mm-hmm. well, she can't say that word. I give a hoot. Who cares? We're going off the air. Right. <laughs> um, and, and so your, your journey, and, and I'll look at somebody and go, good for you. That's a tough journey. And, 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 you know, I wish you strength upon it. Um, I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. Um, except in how you relate with you. Yeah. Um, every time I've talked about anything that I'm doing with my health, whether it's going trying gluten free because my stomach hurts or whatever, they think it's a license to start giving advice. Yeah, and I'm not interested in that. There's only one person I'm taking advice from, and that's my trainer. Yeah. Even my husband said, um, um, I was saying something to him. He goes, "Well, you're gonna have to ask your trainer because uh, I'm not getting involved in that." I'm like, "Good for you." Good, and it just reminded me of that. Say, yup, I'm, I'm, um, I'm not interested. I don't mind tips, Jackie, um, uh, uh, because if somebody knows how to do something a little bit easier, I definitely want to know about it. <laughs> um, but you're not uh, working with a trainer. No, no, I don't need to. But um, the, uh, uh, but. Um, I would go to a a, a professional um, uh, in regards to it before I made any final decision about anything. But, uh, you know, where I'm talking about the advice is, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that because, you know, um, mm-hmm. squatting too much is bad for your joints, um, uh, uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. And then I see them the next day at the gym, Jackie, on the treadmill with the Dunkin' Donuts bag. <laughs> You know, so I really, uh, you know, I really, I, I just want to do my own thing. I don't really want anybody to, uh, you know, nobody told me how to play outside when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. I don't need to know at 46. Right. Well, you know, and, and well-meaning, blah, 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 got it. I don't want to seem like I'm I'm a bitter, bitter woman who, um, who you know, doesn't want any advice from anyone. Um, ever or input from anyone ever. It's tips, just, tips are fine. <laughs> it's, a, it's you don't know somebody's journey, and and that's a, yeah. this is a really personal journey because people think I'm starting this journey to lose a bunch of weight. Oh, you're going to lose all this weight? I'm really, 
I'm really not that interested in that. I'm just interested in being stronger, my knees being stronger, yeah. um, having a better cardiovascular. I'm really okay with the size that I am. I, yeah. I mean, seriously. I'm, and I'm, people, people don't get that because of societal ideals right. that everybody should be a size two. And and that's never been my even men now should be a size two. By the way, oh, sad for me, sad for everybody. But it, that's never been my personality ever. I'm for, I'm 48 years old, about to be 49 this year, and I have never been someone who has has fit into societal norms of size. Uh-huh. So why would I try now? I've spent a lot of time being amazing with who I am, and learning how to accept myself whole wholesale wholeheartedly, uh-huh. and um, I'm not going to change that. Um, now, getting stronger is great, and, and like I said, if some, I'm sure, I'm positive some weight loss or some change in shape and size will happen, and there's a few clothes I would like to fit into, but um, yeah, other than that, no, I'm not that, I'm not that interested in it, because, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 49. If I lose a whole bunch of weight storm, uh-huh. <laughs> It's just not going to be pretty. I mean, it's going to be, my face is going to sag. I'll need a facelift, you know. Botox and... Uh. No, not, that's not who I am. That's not. So, and it's it's fine. You know, I had to come to terms with, I self-identify as a large woman, and eating healthy or eating differently um, and working out doesn't necessarily change that identity. Yeah. So. And I don't think that I, I, I don't think that it, it 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 should. And I think that you know, if anything, you know, what to do when life happens? Live your life. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe the maybe the absolute response to that. Living that life for me is getting up and making sure I take my medication and making sure that I'm eating you know good healthy foods. Um, uh, you know, making sure. Um, uh, sweets are not the problem, Jackie. It's making sure I eat the vegetables when I get into crazy land. Because, you know, it's easy for me to grab a piece of meat and cheese and roll it up. You know what I mean? Um, not, so so easy to, not so easy to put the broccoli in the microwave for five minutes. Um, that's, that's so funny because that's, that's my thing right now, too. It's like, I, okay, I just need to eat the vegetables. Yeah, I just need to eat the vegetables. That's I buy I need, them. You know. Now I need to eat them. Yeah. Um, the, the amount of when I start going into um, my own um, stench um, is that I will buy all these vegetables and they'll sit there and I have to throw them away. Um, and it just makes me crazy. But, oh, yeah, uh, you You know, it, it, it's that living that particular life, making sure that the basic needs are met, making sure that, um, uh, you know, my physical needs are met, you know, my bills are paid, all of these things. But it is still, you know, what I think that people, do, what I think that people miss all of the time is that they think that living life means this dramatic, excitement and high energy, high octane, you're living off the edge of your seat. I can do that by not taking some Librium in the morning. <laughs> um, you know, but uh, but I, I think that there was this glamorization, um, and we, we have to go in a second, but I would love to hear what you had to say about this. There's this glamorization of basically what living life is supposed to look like and be like. Um, and I think that living life is Living life. It's it's not glamorous. You're right. Living life is is about you know cleaning up the cat puke. It's about um, and the poop. Um, it's it's really just about um, um, getting through the day to day and getting through it alive. Mm-hmm. And that's really what living life is. Um, saying, 
Hey, I've been working really hard. It's time for me to to, to connect with people. Hey, I got to buckle down and work some some more. And I don't know if there's balance. I don't know if there's ever maybe there's a fleeting moment of it. But I think we're always running the hamster wheel or running the teeter back and forth on the, on the teeter totter. Um, uh-huh. It's going to be rocky. And what we do is we st- if we strive for the balance, it gets a little better. I don't think we ever achieve it. I think that part of the reason why that there's so much problem in regards to depression um, uh, in in the world today, Jackie, is because of that particular glamorization of um, uh, of what your life is supposed to look like, which is more akin to keeping up with the Kardashians um, mm-hmm. than keeping up with your checkbook. Um, <laughs> right. Your checkbook balance. But I, I think that the more that people kind of shed that particular idea and realize that it is okay to get up in the morning and have to take your vitamin for some people, for me at the Librium, um, uh, having to, you know, Make sure that your body is physically uh, healthy. Make sure that you're eating the right food. Make sure that your bills are paid. You know, all of these very earthy sorts of things, that is what living life is about. The other stuff is just frosting on the cake. You know, it's really about going to bed at 9.30 at night because you're tired because you lived a full day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Friday night is night, not a night out. Friday night is a night in. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> and I don't feel like I have to go out. You know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, we are done with this particular episode of Keep It Magic. Um, uh, uh, make sure, like uh, Jackie said earlier, check us out on Facebook. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Um, uh, make sure, like right now, make sure that you get on our Facebook feeds. Um, Jackie Smith is Jackie Smith and Coventry Creations, and um, probably every derivative of the word Smith available on Facebook is probably Jackie. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, so go to there. Um, you can get me at facebook.com forward slash astro gossip. Follow us because this summer will be the beginning of the. Do we want to call it a trip? Is that probably the right word for it? Where we start to drip what it is that we're going to do in the future. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. drip. We're going to drip it out. We're going to tease the heck out of you. <laughs> it's going to be like a porno magazine. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe? <laughs> and that may be what we do. <laughs> Kindle porn, no. Um, uh, but uh, thank you all for listening, and we will see you in two weeks. And what do they need to do in uh, the meantime, Jackie? Keep it magic. Speak life, everybody.
thoughts just fall apart I do, I don't, I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well, it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope you live or die So speak life Raise your thoughts a little higher 